0: Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you.
1: Welcome to another episode of HR Chat brought to you by the HR Gazette. I'm your host, Bill Bannum, and today we are lucky to be joined by Jason Gotwalt. Jason is a London, Ontario-based account director at Virgin Pulse, and he will be one of the speakers at the upcoming disrupt HR Toronto event happening in December. Jason, welcome to the h R chat podcast.
0: Thank you, thank you, Bill. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to be here really.
1: Jason, let's start by you telling us a bit about yourself. Um, let's begin with your career trajectory your- career history and how you got to your current role
0: okay well my first uh my first dive into the corporate world was in recruiting. So from an agency perspective, uh, related to HR, of course. And, um, and that's over the course of four years with a company called Aerotech, I was able to develop my career, build, uh, relationships with HR professionals and, and start to really understand the, the talent management, uh, landscape, um, understanding how to hire the right talent for, for clients and, and, um, and and just to understand the needs and, and to see the demand and, and really start to understand this this um uh war on talent, I guess is the term people are using. Uh and then at a conference I came across a company uh called Global Corporate Challenge, which uh is now Virgin Pulse. And um and with my past athletic career and and what they're promoting health and well-being in the workplace as a a strategic driver to improving productivity and engagement and such, it really rang true to me. And um, I I was all in and I I chased them down for about six months until they hired me. I was quite persistent. Um, I don't think they interviewed anyone else, to be honest. But uh, from there, I've been able to grow relationships with, uh, again, HR leaders across the country uh, both big and large, just big and small organizations. And, and further, of course, I've, I've seen now from the perspective of, of the recruiting side of things, uh, the impact that creating a culture of health can have on our organization. Uh, again, not only from a, a productivity side of things, but increasing engagement, um, talent retention, and, and attracting, um, attracting talent to an organization. And just really transform Things. And, and then further to that, um, we've been really focused and I've been focused on um, building awareness around uh, mental health, psychological well-being and, and really understanding the nature of it, uh, helping uh, organizations understand it and come up with some non-direct strategies to improve uh, mindsets and improve the, the psychological well-being of their people so that essentially they can put their best foot forward every day
1: awesome thank you very much now uh, just before we started recording the podcast you were telling me how uh, this week's quite extraordinary for you you're traveling all over the place at the moment um, but tell us about an average work week for you what, what, what does that look like
0: an average okay uh, an average work week i don't know if there is an average work week <laughs> um, we have again clients all over the country and and uh I love to travel and uh, so an average work week probably looks like I'm in at least two different cities uh that work week um, our company is is um flexible with my working arrangements so I'll be in the office about two days i'll be in on the road about two days and i'll be working from home about a day um and and the days that i'm not meeting uh with our clients i'm uh either building projects towards doing uh, educational sessions um, building presentations or i'm um i'm i'm talking with uh interested parties or, or companies about again health and well-being in the workplace and and seeing if we can come up with some um Exciting strategies to to see improvements there.
1: What's the best thing about your job, Jason?
0: The best thing about my job is is our our, our mission. I think and what we're doing. Um, I, I'm someone who has uh, who has a belief that if we can elevate the human, if we can elevate individuals to be their best self, then a, a better world is is inevitable. Uh, and I think. I can personally attest to it and and I I know a lot of people can, not just me, is that when you are practicing good life uh, behaviors, lifestyle skills, being physically active, eating well, uh, getting good rest, practicing mindfulness, uh, finding peace and happiness in everything that you do, um, your creativity increases, your productivity increases. And, um, Efficiencies and and all those good things and, and I know people want to be productive. Um, it's just a matter of of them building that capacity and having the energy to do the things that they want to do. So uh, the long-winded answer, but essentially, it's it's getting people healthier, and I really believe in in the way that we uh, go to market with that, and and have seen personally the changes in our our participants.
1: It sounds like you've got a pretty cool job.
0: Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> As now, challenges like all things
1: but you're making a difference to people's lives that that that's that's pretty awesome um okay let, let's uh let, let, let's change tack a little bit now and okay. uh, let, let's focus on the the upcoming event um it's upcoming as we record this listeners uh depending on when it's yeah. released it may have already happened um <laughs> but, but uh t- tell us why you decided to be to be a speaker at uh, disrupt hr toronto
0: well my colleague went last year. Uh she had uh, a really good time. She's an HR professional. And uh she envisioned that I could I would be up on that stage and she she pushed me. Uh Sarah Schuster is my colleague. She pushed me to to submit uh, one of the many crazy ideas that I have. Um and, and that's what prompted me. So I haven't attended but I've heard really good things and I'm absolutely excited to be an audience member as well as, of course, a speaker uh, at the event. And, and again, um, as we, we talked about before the podcast started, um, mental health for me is something that really is close to my heart. I've at a young age, I suffered from depression for uh, three weeks, and as anyone knows, it, it's not something fun. Uh, statistically, apparently, I'm at a higher risk, 50 percent risk of, of having another episode. But I've been able to develop some strategies for myself that uh, I, I think I'm at a zero risk. Um, but I've seen across across the uh, the country uh, a lot of people are suffering, a lot of organizations are suffering uh, from high levels of stress and and uh, depression and and things of that nature. Um, and I think I can help. I think I have a message that that can really make a difference. So that's that's what I'm excited about.
1: Okay, so let's let's just talk a little bit about that message for a moment. Um, if, if you could put your finger on one, two, maybe three, uh, key learnings that you hope the attendees of Disrupt HR go away with after listening to
0: your session, what, what would they be? Great question. Um, number one, uh, stress, stress isn't the enemy. Um, it's hard to use the word stress in a positive sense. You don't hear people say, Hey, uh, Bill, I had you know, such a stressful day. I can't wait for an even more stressful day tomorrow. <laughs> Might sound a little bit strange, but um, I, in my experience and, and what a lot of research shows is that stress isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's it's our perception of what's going on that will either make stress good or bad for us. So not putting stress as the enemy uh, would be one takeaway that I hope the audience gets. Another one is that, um, while there is stigma in the workplace and not too many people are maybe signing up for that stress management course or putting up their hand and, and wanting to talk with their uh, colleagues about whatever might be going on in their life, there are many indirect strategies that will drive high participation into initiatives that promote habits that ultimately um, change people's mindsets, um, that we can create mindsets in the workplace that are resilient um that view what might now be something that's stressful as a challenge and they're able to rise to that adversity and overcome it um but we don't necessarily have to have a stress management intervention to achieve that um there's other strategies that we could take forward um so so those are really i guess the two two key two key messages that i i want to get out and, and that the audience would take away
1: thank you very much uh, now the next question is um, is one I, I like to pose to to speakers of, uh, of Disrupt HR, not just Toronto, but uh, the Gazette has partnered okay. with lots of different Disrupt HR events across North America and elsewhere, um, e- even one back in Blighty, uh, uh, Disrupt HR London. <laughs> okay. Um, can can you believe it? Uh, <laughs> so the question is, uh, you only have five minutes to present at Disrupt HR. Um, yeah that, that that's pretty unique. To, to a speaking uh, situation. So, so what unique challenges and, and opportunities do, does that kind of format offer?
0: Well, it's, it's, I lo- love the question. Uh, yes, five minutes, uh, as I've been rehearsing, what I want to say is not a lot of time. Um, but so the challenge, of course, is how do you effectively articulate a thought, an idea, um, and ensure that it can touch people and resonate with people in such a short period of time, that is a, a major challenge. Um, but the opportunity, and it's related, I mean, that could be something that, that has caused stress over my uh, last week in developing this, but stress in a good way, it's helped me to, I see it as a challenge, it's rise to the challenge. And the opportunity is, it's brought clarity to myself. Uh, on how to articulate those messages Uh, and it's even brought a deeper understanding and clarity to uh, my understanding of the topic I'm talking about. I think it's an important mindset for anyone going forward no matter what their level of expertise is to to constantly be a student and and it's really forced me to be a student of my topic, meditating on it, reflecting on it and I, I have a higher higher uh, level of clarity on the topic than i did a week ago just from the exercise of trying to fit this in in five minutes
1: i have a supplementary question um just okay up on something something that you said there uh you use the term a good type of stress uh so, is there a good type of stress <laughs> is um now i'm i'm conscious here that you may need to be careful of what you what you say as the answer, but um so i'm i'm personally an, a, somebody who puts myself under uh, lots of pressure. I don't know if I'm going to call that stress. Um, yeah. Um, because that's how I perform best, and uh, it, it stops me from pr- procrastinating. Because I'm one of those millennials, and I have a an attention span of uh, of a goldfish. And um, you know, it, it helps me. It yep, <laughs> helps the you focus exact <laughs> attention span.
0: <laughs> nine, seven, um, nine. Is, there,
1: is there a good type of stress, Jason? Is uh, I, are, are there some yeah. pressures which which can focus you?
0: Great question. You call it pressure. I call it pressure sometimes. I've I've lately been div- using the word stress, and I, I'm not going to say I've done this my whole life, in, in a positive sense, because I want to change the perception of stress. Um, but technically, there is two types of stress. There's distress, which uh, we all are all familiar with, and, and most people associate with the word stress. Uh, and then there's eustress, um, a response that's, exciting, exhilarating that causes you to rise to the challenge. Um, that's eustress. Now, that is probably less prevalent when we talk about the word stress, but it is is—it is the same response. And again, it's our perception of, um, so a eustress, a stress response that's positive might be, you got an unexpected job promotion. Um, the body's Response to that is, is a state of stress, but in, of course, a positive light, as you can imagine, excitement, exhilaration and such. Um, so there is two types of stress. We just don't call the positive stress stress. We might call it a challenge. We might call it um, performing under pressure or something like that. Or we might call it excitement. Uh, but uh, it is one of the, one of the basic b- responses. Uh, one of our basic instincts is, is that stress response.
1: In terms of horizontals within a company, um, do you do you notice that there's perhaps more stress at the C-level than there is um, for for people who are just coming into a job? I remember my first job. I got terribly stressed trying to learn about uh, different Excel sheets when I was trying to manage a, a circulation of a magazine at, the, at this company in London. Um, and, and I look back on some things and I feel that I got overly stressed then that I can now handle more as I'm getting more senior. But um, I guess as you get more senior, you you own the big bucks, and does that mean there's naturally more stress? What do you see that in organisations?
0: Yeah, I would I would say I, I would agree with that. That as as the levels of responsibility increase, um, I believe the levels of stress increase. However, generally, those who are at that higher level have developed a mindset or a skill set or mechanisms in their life to, to uh, handle that level of pressure. And that's why they're able to perform at such a high level with, with, as you said, overwhelming demands compared to when you started as an entry level person. Um, so it's, it's, it's more, so again, it's more, the way I see it is it's more stress as you are building up this responsibility, this workload, um, however, you can tell that you're able to get more done than you were your former self, your five-year-old self. Um, so it's it's essentially more stress, but at the same time, we've learned to build a mindset and, uh, and habits that we can get those things done. Um, now, so a lot of studies do show that that executives do have a high level of distress as well, and there is burnout at the high level, um, more so than I believe at, at the lower level, but um, what I've also seen in a lot of studies is it's really relevant to to the individual and again their perception on on um, on that stimuli or that situation or that work environment.
1: What about ages uh, do you, Is there a difference in in pressure levels in in in, in stress levels from uh, millennials compared to say gen x? Um so for example um millennials that you know there's the stereotype there that they're often looking for feedback um they they need to know that they're doing a good job but then they can be very autonomous and and put themselves under under that pressure perhaps did mm-hmm. have, have you noticed any differences there
0: um i could speak to myself as a millennial as well but um I, and with our with our company virgin pulse um fortunately we have um uh, we have a temperature gauge on this. We have surveys and we have hundreds of thousands of employees that answer them. And we do look at the different um, ages and how they have self-reported stress levels. And stress being that, that distress perception. Um, what we find is, and what we've been able to record is that um, those between the ages of about 35 to 44 um, report the highest levels of stress women report higher levels of stress than men, generally in every age category. Um, and then after you get over that hump of about 44 to 50, um, the stress levels go down as people become older. Um, so we, we did, we, I mean that's what our, our uh, research has, has shown and um, I would say I haven't seen anything different than that.
1: Awesome, thank you. Let's. Um, nice. Switch back to talking about disrupt HR. Uh, of
0: course,
1: I, I took us over on a tangent there because it's very interesting. Um, but but going back to disrupt HR, why does Toronto need an event like disrupt HR Toronto? Are there are there not enough uh, events out there for HR people and leaders? What what why is this why is this an event that appealed to you?
0: I think it's uh, you know I think it's just something cool. I think it's um, I I. The way I've seen it is the the role of HR has evolved significantly over the last. I mean, again, I've been in the industry for eight years, and over the last eight years, um, there's more and more emphasis on um, responsibility for HR to deliver, but impact. Uh, more and more companies are realizing that I mean, engagement is a key. Uh, driver of of success, of revenue, and all these kind of things. And and that comes down to HR. Um, how are people taking care of? What kind of strategies, people development strategies do we have? How are we retaining our best talent? How are we attracting the best people? The, the, the topic or the conversations around culture is so vitally important to, to employers. Um, and there's so much psychology that's being built into these strategies uh hr has a a bigger seat at the table than ever before and i think with that there's so many best practices and and creative ideas that are out there that that need a platform and i think disrupt hr is, is that beautiful platform um for those ideas
1: thank you very much uh we're now coming towards the end of this particular podcast um but before we before we do wrap things up just a couple of last questions for you firstly um across canada the us uh places in the eu elsewhere are, are there are there any events uh related to hr leadership and recruitment that you're going to be attending or or speaking at outside of disrupt hr toronto in the next
0: uh six to twelve months and,
1: and which ones are they, to... and and why
0: ah great question um well uh, for the past four years we've I've been attending the uh, Top 100 Employer Summit, or Top Employer Summit. I think that's a great event, and uh, a lot of um, thought leaders in, in the HR space, as well as the executives, um, speak at that event. And there's a great key learning. Um, I like the HRD event that they launched, the HRD Awards, or uh, I think those. Uh, that's a really fun event that's something that uh, i'll be attending um other than that i'm i'm always i'm always open to uh new events just like hr um, disrupt hr is, is to me um but those are two i guess bigger events that i'll be attending i won't be speaking at them at least yet as, as far as i know um, but I'll, I'll definitely be in the audience
1: super thank you very much um, and just finally how can our listeners learn more about you
0: well, you could uh, check out my LinkedIn page. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I haven't been the most active tweeter, but uh, definitely have starting to develop that habit. And I'll be sharing um, many, many, many tips around building mindset and what I like to call, and, and other people have called it as well, a champion mindset. So you really can like achieve any any of your goals and and uh, have that resilience to stress because again, stress is something that um, I believe we can 't rid ourselves of and and nor should we. Um, stress is a beautiful indication that we care about something if something causes us stress, we care about it if we didn't care, we wouldn't become stressed, so it is a beautiful signal from our bodies to say that we care and that we have the ability to do something and With the right mindset, you can you can rise to the challenge and achieve some incredible things. Um, So I'll be sharing tips on Twitter about uh, how to build mindsets and any articles I see that I think are fantastic. I'll be sharing those as well.
1: And speaking about Twitter, I think the uh, hashtag is Disrupt HRTO. In fact, I know it is. So definitely follow that on December 1st. And uh, and shameless plug for the Gazette. uh, Hashtag HRChat is always a good one to check out. as well.
0: none of the hr gazette run any events (laughs)
1: uh we partner uh we partner with lots of events so for example uh, we're media partners with disrupt hr toronto but we prefer to let let other people do the production and then we we we, we jump in and we interview wonderful people like yourself okay (laughs) so uh, jason thank you so much today uh, for being our guest and uh listeners this has been another episode of hr chat brought to you by the hr gazette until next time thanks for listening
0: thank you for listening to the hr chat podcast brought to you by the hr gazette